your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now we're going to focus on fertility for the next few minutes on the show and if you have questions you can WhatsApp us on 0861239595 of course you can leave voice notes there too the trend of people starting a family later in life is one that's pretty well established at this point and there are now more services available than ever to help including egg freezing and IVF using donor eggs and we're joined by Dr Bart Kuchera from the Beacon Fertility uh, Facility in Limerick. And uh, good morning to you, Bart. Good morning. So at what point should someone start looking at uh, help when it comes to fertility? And, you know, how long do you leave it but with conception not happening? For younger couples, and by that I mean ladies less than 35 years old, it's a year. So they should keep trying a year at home. And then if nothing happens, seek for further advice and initial tests. A couple that is, you know, over 35 years old, they should try at home for half a year and come sooner. Uh, you see, as, as time goes by, natural fertility is in decline and um, some individual traits might be, you know, detected sooner. Yeah. And Bart, a uh, listener is asking, you know, does it kind of fall off a cliff uh, or is it a very gradual decline in fertility? It is gradual uh, until the earliest 40s. Uh, Then it's off the cliff, as you said, between 42 and 43. This is when the 50% mark is crossed that most of couples are infertile after the age of 42. Uh, But needless to say, between 40 and 42, approximately one in three couples will uh, have this difficulty already. Okay, but we do hear of people having children, you know, even without the assistance that we're going to talk about in a moment into their mid-40s, don't we? Yes, so uh, a pregnancy can happen and, you know, natural occurrence is until 47 years old. However, you wouldn't bet your money on it, okay? This is very rare and back in the days when people were having a child every year or year and a half, this was spaced out more and more, and most of couples really had their last child born life at below the age of 43. Only a minority would have another baby, not to mention two, born after the age of 43. So it can happen, but it's, 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 the rule is they won't. Right. And, and, and as a matter of interest, uh, we're talking to Dr. Bart Kuchera from Beacon Fertility in Limerick. Uh, has improvements in general health and diet and all of those things increased the, the length of time or, or is it just a biological reality? It's a biological reality. It may help on the male side, though, okay, because men produce, you know, produce sperm from scratch every day. Um, So lifestyle, nutrition, good and bad habits may impact sperm production. However, women are born with their eggs and it's a life supply. So it's hard to imagine that, you know, using a diet or some vitamin will suddenly increase the quality of the egg that's already made before she was born. Right, I see. Chips aren't men great altogether. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the part we play. <laughs> sure, there are a lot. We can do something. We can do something. We can do something. Sure, there are a lot of women listening. Oh, yeah. Well done, lads. <laughs> 
Anyway, a listener says uh, uh, that uh, I'm in my late 30s. I've been trying for a few years. GP suggests I speak to a fertility specialist, but we're aware it costs a lot of money, which we don't have. And by the time we'd save what we need, the window of opportunity in terms of age is diminishing. Do fertility clinics have payment plans, for example? Uh, yes, we do have some payment plans. And then again, you know, the sooner you come, the less likely you may need IVF which is the most, you know, uh, pricey treatment that you can have here. Uh, and it's not always IVF. Sometimes couples, you know, can achieve pregnancy through other treatments, inseminations, ovulation, inductions. And the younger they are, the higher is the probability of succeeding without IVF. Obviously, yes, you know, couples will end up with IVF in plenty. That's true. So, again, leaving yourself more time to even save money is, 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 um, is a good choice. The other thing is, you know, yes, we have some plans for, for like, you know, a few months prog- prog- projects and, and plans. Yeah. Like nine, so, yeah. yeah. That's an interesting point you're making about coming to you early, you know, and, and maybe a bit younger, perhaps. That's the case. You know, the, the younger, the better, because um, that's when on the female side, the eggs are more likely to be normal. The eggs are more likely to result in usable embryos and more likely to result in a baby. Mm. So it comes with age, basically. Now, Dr. Bart, back to men, because it's all about men, isn't it? Do men accept, generally, do you find, that the fertility issue can lay with them? Oh, yes. Yes. I mean, it's a big shocker, usually. But generally speaking, you know, the acceptance is rising. Awareness is rising. You might remember every November there is a rise on, you know, male male health side, you know, and and, and there are actions that, that make men more aware of, possibility of being you know more involved in infertility um yeah right but is it not the case that a lot of men still think their entire identity is tied up in this and oh and yes absolutely you know it is it is like you know uh, perceived as a threat to their manlyhood and their self-perception self-appreciation so you know it all has to be taken into account <coughs> that it's a major major psychological burden as well so, so for example when you are talking to a couple and it turns out that that, that may be the issue you, you were saying that you might get initial shock and what sort of happens then you know, if it's their first uh, encounter with the clinic, I would usually say, listen, it may happen that it's a one-off situation. We will see you again in a month or two because it can be the case that, you know, for instance, if there was simply put no sperm, um, it can be a result of a recent infection, um, you know, being distressed to, to, to provide a sample. Um, so, you know, once you're doing it second time, it might be a different quality and more reassuring. So, you know, we take it step by step. It's not a, you know, confirmed diagnosis. The first time you see that there is something wrong, it must be always like that. That's for one. For two, you know, it will be a process rather than a a single stage. Right. Uh, We're chatting to Dr. Bart Kuchera this morning from Beacon Fertility here in Limerick. So how has IVF treatment advanced over the years, Bart? Well, the recent advances involve, you know, embryo testing that we do. We can diagnose genetic diseases in the embryos. We can also diagnose chromosomal abnormalities in the eggs, and that's the most important thing for us here. Um, You know, most of eggs, once you're approaching 40, are abnormal, and they still look good, and the same for embryos. So making a shortcut to the right embryo by diagnosing the embryos before we use them 
is 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 our thing here. Uh, so yeah. So can that, you just explain? I know it's complex, obviously, but can, can you explain as simply as you can how IVF works these days? IVF works in a simple principle. A female cycle is fortified with injectable medications, let's say with the excess of hormones that normally body produces in minimal amounts to get as many eggs as possible. We fertilize them after extraction. And then there are options, but mostly we would be advising of diagnosing the embryos, keeping them frozen and returning for a transfer only of those chosen ones that pass through the testing positive. Okay, and that, so they get transferred, and and then hopefully things progress. Yes. So yeah, then you know after a transfer, we wait two weeks uh, for the pregnancy to show up and provide medications to carry over till ten, twelve weeks. And that's when you know a mm-hmm. pregnancy should should pr- progress as any uh, other. And and how many rounds of IVF treatment can happen? How many are recommended? Well. This is individual, and that's where age comes in, okay? Because younger couples, let's say if they are 34, 35, they need one to two cycles per baby statistically. But a couple who is in their 40s may need to repeat it more times. The other factor is how many eggs can uh, the lady provide, because that's another feature, and it's genetic, actually. You know, some women produce more eggs, some produce less eggs. So if you bring it to some basic mathematical or statistical reasoning, you know, if you need 25 eggs per baby and you can produce 5 versus 15 makes a difference. Okay. Uh, Tell me then about using donor eggs and how that works. Yes. So uh, at some point, you know, we cannot expect uh, IVF to be successful in a couple and for most of it, it's happening because of, of um, egg quality uh, decline uh, uh, as age goes by or after multiple treatments in younger couples and that we see that there is an egg quality factor. So eggs are provided by younger uh, women um, from our care UK clinics and we uh, receive our eggs from the egg bank that we have actually in Manchester. And these eggs are then used for couples, usually... Sorry, forgive my ignorance now, but, but why, yes. why the UK? Well, UK is a big population and it's easier to, uh, uh, you know, make the, the, the recruitment and it's more diverse population, so it gives us, you know, a better choice of donors, really. Um, Ireland is quite a small country and um, I don't know if that would be reasonable to, to do, you know, egg recruitment here. Right. So you do uh, that, at yes. The same time, at the same time, it's the, the closest, you know, genetically population. So we have variety on one hand. On the other hand, that's just close enough to be, to be very compatible. Okay, and that's where they would come from. So egg freezing then, that's something slightly different, is it? Somebody might come to you at a certain age and, and ask for that. It is. It's different. Yes. Uh, now, I mean, similar in the way that eggs are frozen, but generally speaking, we are talking about egg uh, fertility preservation here. So, the age trend that you know postpone maternity um, is 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 coming as as a main issue. Um, so, women can freeze their eggs, extract them, freeze them, and use them later in life when they are, um, you know, keen to have a baby. Let's say in their mid forties. So. That's when you normally don't expect IVF to work, really. Uh, and they can just, you know, transposition mm-hmm. some of their eggs from now to future and use them then with a partner or donor sperm 
as per their, their right. wish. We're chatting to Dr. Bart Kuchera from uh, Beacon Fertility here in Limerick. And a listener says, I want to attend a fertility specialist for the last 10 years. No baby and a few years left to try. Hubby will not for the life of him go near a fertility expert and is actually causing problems in the marriage. Can your doctor give me any tips on how to change his mind? He would be a great dad. He loves kids. He really wants a baby, as do I, but he's terrified. It's an ordeal to get him to go to a GP even when he's sick. He's a stubborn farmer, but I love him and time is ticking. Um, I'm not giving my name. I appreciate that. But uh, finishes by saying our family told us to get a dog or a puppy, which personally I find upsetting. Yeah, I can understand that. So what would you say, Bart? Um, yeah, so part of the problem is stress and acceptance of infertility as a disease, as you said. Some people are, are you know, always worried to go to a doctor. But part of our, our services is that we cooperate with counselors. And sometimes, you know, stress management before you engage in treatment would be a right thing to do. Uh, now, listen, the easiest thing is to contact us and we'll just... Uh, guide the couple through the process whom to meet, whom to contact before they see a doctor and then seeing a doctor in more comfortable situation or position would be you know Now the simple reality of this uh, as we alluded to earlier is that you know the burden um, is on the woman isn't it? I mean is it difficult for uh, a woman, the stages her body's put through in order for some of these treatments like IVF to work? Actually, you know, women, their life is stigmatized with their physiology, okay? And um, since puberty, they talk more about things that can, you know, that they can encounter in life, be it pregnancy or lack of pregnancy, being a partner, lack of partner. So I think women have these things talked through before anything kicks in, and they are less surprised and more open to, to just, you know, to initial consultation and to, to cooperation, yeah. Yeah. The other thing is, this is an emotional roller coaster, or certainly it can be. So, what support is there for couples? So, actually, you mentioned roller coaster. That's the most common um, Irish, um, Irish, you know, social medium for couples going through fertility. Treatment. Are you serious? That's the name uh, yeah, of it. Yeah, that's, that's the name of it. Yeah. So, you know, it's very popular. There are a few others as well, and you know, clinics also run their their support, you know, groups. Um, so. Yeah, there is there is a lot of opportunity to have some exchange of information before you do treatment, and also you know to alleviate stress that relates that you're not alone, that you're not the on, and you can walk through it with you know with a pal or someone. You, you and and I suppose the other point to make is that obviously this can be an entirely private um, thing, so. You know, you'd never know who in your family circle or who among your close friends may be going through this at any time, do you, Bart? Oh, yes, absolutely. Some couples try to keep it hidden. They, they, they have a lot of guilt in, in their, you know, attitude, which they should not. And um, that's, you know, that's, that's, uh, that's part of the problem, true. But the other thing is, you know, it brings us to some normal kind of social interaction, you know, asking about children is not the, 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 the right thing if, if a couple has none, because they might be already, um, you know, in, in trouble going through treatments which you don't know of, and it might be basically another stressor or just basically a painful event. Yeah, the, these kind of, you know, when you get none with it type questions. Yeah. And, and, and just go back one second there. When you say guilt, I mean, what's, what's the source of that? 
Because people feel that they failed, you know, that, that, that their failure is a personal failure. They take a very personal attitude towards their fertility, just uh, as, you know, in, I would say in a competitive aspect, but there's, because there's no competition, but, you know, the type of thinking that, you know, the bo- it's the first time usually for a young couple that their body doesn't do the things they want. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's surprising on one hand. On the other hand, you know, um, oftentimes they have the, the vision of their perfect family with the house, the dog, and the car, and the baby. And that's when they struggle. Um, so so they, they perceive it as, as a life goal rather than a natural mm. part of life, which may or may not happen. And then they brew some anxiety that is not... Um, not deserved and you know we're here to help the sooner they come the, the better they're of course the of course yeah that's a really good point and i mean obviously for an expert like yourself who you know has studied in this area and worked in this area you, you know you can easily see that that point about bodies not necessarily always doing what they want and that that's just a function of what can happen with bodies and biology and certainly it shouldn't be a source of any guilt oh yeah absolutely now remember that Whoever starts treatment, it's a pathway, but you know, most of couples will have a success in just having some resilience and being prepared to do it now and again. Yeah, uh, and, and here's a nice one. Um, please don't say my name. Don't worry, we won't. We appreciate the privacy around this, but uh, this listener says, I was 35 having IVF and it worked first go. I have a beautiful boy now, age 10. It didn't work for me the second time, but anyone thinking of going for it, do, it's tough, but it is worth it in the end. That probably sums it up to an extent, does it, Bart? Oh, absolutely. That's so, you know, that, that's the thing. You know, you have to start the sooner and just keep going. It may not have, you know, work. That's true. But right. for most of it, at least for the first time, it will work if you stay long enough in treatment. Okay. Um, and obviously people can check in with Beacon Fertility here in Limerick, uh, Bart, if they want to know more. Yes, please. Barrington Street, we're ready there. All right, very good. Good to chat to you. Thank you so much for your time this morning. My pleasure. That's uh, Dr. Bart Kuchera from Beacon Fertility in Limerick. And of course, you can check out Beacon Fertility uh, in Limerick online as well. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.